Good evening and welcome to another podcast from the Tailboard Meetings with Jesus. I am Bernard Needham. I'll be your host this evening as we're counting down the days to Christmas. And I know we've missed a, a couple weeks here. There's been a lot going on and uh, we apologize for that, but uh, we're going to get back on schedule. But today I want to talk to you a little bit about the three uh, wise men from the East. As we come into this Christmas season, the next week or so is going to be talking about Christmas. But I want to talk about the, the wise men from the East. Uh, we Three Kings is the name of the the lesson tonight. And just as an introduction, and um, just to get us started, did you know that the three wise men were firefighters? I love asking people that, and especially non-firefighters, uh, that same question. And uh, the typical response is, I did not know, so how do you know that? And with my best southern draw, I will tell them because they came from afar. And usually we get a laugh or two out of that, and then we go on. And while that is a funny story, what's not so funny is the misconceptions about the wise men. We're not even sure that there were three. There could have been more. Christian firefighters and first responders need to be good students of the word. We should not fall for fables or stories that have been uh, that have become clouded over the years. God has graciously given us the written word, and we need to know what it says, how to apply it to our lives, and how we can obey the truth. So let's look at this familiar Christmas story uh, to see what we can learn. For our walk with Christ. I'm going to read out of uh, Matthew chapter 2 verses 1 through 12. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who had been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him when herod the king heard this he was troubled and all jerusalem with him and assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people he inquired of them which the christ was to be born they told him in bethlehem of judea for so it is written by the prophet verse 6 says and you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judea. For, for from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and asserted from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they were on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. Verse 10. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. 
And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening treasures, they offered him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. We notice that Jesus is in purple and not orange. Purple was chosen because... Jesus is the main idea of the passage. He is awaiting the Messiah, the Christ. Purple also signifies noble as our Savior. He is King. Where was Joseph? This portion of the Bible does not mention Joseph's earthly father of Jesus, the earthly father of Jesus. Think of all the misconceptions you might have been taught over the years. Three kings showed up right after the shepherds or were present at the birthplace of Jesus. <clears throat> Let's look at this section of the Bible with fresh eyes. Let the text stand for itself and do not let tradition or songs influence our thinking. Christian firefighters and first responders need to be good students of the word, rightly dividing each portion. That's out of 2 Timothy 2.15. So here we're going to talk about the characters of the story. you got Jesus, who is referred to as the King of the Jews in verse 2, also known as the Messiah and the Christ. Herod the King, there is none other than Herod the Great, who was born in 72 B.C. and died in 4 B.C. This is important because it gives us a timestamp for the birth of Jesus. The exact date is unknown, but our best guess can be around 40, uh, four, around 4 B.C. Herod was a vicious king who had no problem killing his competition, including his own family members. At least three sons were killed, leading to the statement that it is safer to be a pig in the palace than a son of Herod. <clears throat> then we see the wise men from the east. They were wise men and not kings. The Christmas story and sub and subsequent songs get that fact wrong. The term Magi would be a more accurate translation and is thought to originally be a Persian uh, priestly castle and later used for mag magicians and astrologers. The number is not even known. We know that there is more than one because of the plural used wise men from the east in verse 1. We also know <clears throat> that they were from the east, probably what is now Iraq or Iran, Saudi Arabia, Turkey, or northern Syria. In fact, one word, Orient, does not appear in the text, only the song. These wise men could easily have been remnants of the Jews who were exiled from Judea centuries ago, and that it, that's why they were familiar with the concept of the coming Messiah. And then all the people of Jerusalem is self-explanatory. It's just the people that lived in Jerusalem. The Pharisees and, and Sadducees, they were religious rulers of the day, who will, would be familiar with the first five books of the Bible. 
Remember, Jesus had a problem with these folks and the extra burdens they placed on people. And then Mary, the mother of Jesus, is the mother of Jesus, of course. So let's dig a little bit deeper into this story. What do we know? <clears throat> we know that the three wise men were not kings, as often the song says that we three kings. The text used the Greek word um, that means my guy from. <clears throat> In fact, we do not know even know the number of the group that went to visit Jesus that night and presented the three gifts. We don't know their names or what they even looked like. We are confident that they presented three gifts and we know what those gifts were, that they were gold, frankincense, and myrrh. In the ancient world, kings would often receive these gifts at the beginning of their reign or at their coronation. Many believe the wise men were instructed <coughs> to give these specific gifts for the reason below. Gold represents, representing Jesus' kin, kingship. Frankincense which is a perfume or incense, representing Jesus' priestly role, and myrrh, which is an anointing oil, representing the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. These wise men were thought to be astronomers, philosophers, and people who investigated future events. This class of people were learned men who understood many concepts and were not afraid to discuss the topic. Herod was only concerned about maintaining his authority. When he summons the Pharisees and, and Sadducees, it was only to figure out where this, this threat to his kingdom was so he could execute the child. The wise men did not present the gifts to Jesus at the place of his birth. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. We see that in verse 11. Because the text used the term child, along with the idea that the wise men were in, went into the house of Mary and Joseph, it could have been much later than the birth. Some theologians believe it could have been as much as two years later. Note that Luke 2.11 uses the term baby, um, and that's a Greek word for used for unborn, or there's a Greek word that's used for unborn or newborn. Once the wise men completed their task as orchestrated by God, they left to go back home. <clears throat> Herod continued with his plan to execute the child, and we read of the event in Matthew chapter 2, verses 16 through 18. Reading through this section, you will quickly discover that Herod had all the male children two years old and younger put to death, supposing, supporting a position of a visit by the wise men of Jesus as late as two years old. Hosea 11.1 1 predicted this event. And then God providence, God's providence allowed for Jesus to escape to Egypt and then to eventually move to Nazareth. God's plan never fails. 
So let's talk about following God just a little bit. Let's investigate the let's ha- investigate how we how they followed God. <clears throat> Certainly, Mary and Jesus were following God, becoming obedient to the will of the Father. Notice how the wise men were following God in verse two, where he where is he who has been born King of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. The Bible predicted the coming of the Messiah and used of and the use of a star. Since then, since these wise men studied future events, they concluded that this star pointed to the king who had been born. Numbers twenty four seventeen says that I see him but not now. I behold him but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. It shall crush, crush the forehead of Moab and break down all the sons of Sheath. And then Micah 5 2 says, But you, O Bethlehem, who are too little to be among the clans of Judea, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel whose coming forth is from an old, from ancient days. And that's out of Micah 5.2. We see the wise men were still following God at the end of this story as they listened to God, going back a different way and avoiding Herod. This gave Jesus time enough to flee from there and go to Egypt. God's timing is always perfect. No person, principality, Power can thought the plans of God. His way are, ways are far more superior than man's. So what's the challenge for firefighters and first responders? Are you following God? Are you in tune with God's plan for your life? Or are you allowing the world around you to influence your decisions? The wise men gave us an example to follow in the department that God has called us to. We need to seek out Jesus Christ in our personal life and follow the plans he has for us. So what's our application? As I get ready to close, we need to follow God. Do not allow the events of the world around you to influence you to abandon God or to go your own way. And I'm going to leave you with about three questions to talk about what do you think christian uh why do you think christmas traditions have crept into the church and overshadowed sound biblical teaching how can this story help us to be to be better firefighters and first responders in the department god has called us to and should these events impact our lives in the fire service today so your Bible memorization verse verses is Matthew 2, 1 and 2. It says, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod, the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. So my prayer request is that 
that you might learn to please God in everything that we say and do. We need to help each other become good students of the word and to obey the truths that we learn from God's word. Well, that's the end of the message tonight. I hope you had looking forward to a good Christmas. Um, we're going to be in prayer for everybody, everything going on. Um, I know it's a, a busy time. Um, there's a lot of sickness around. There's a lot of stuff going on. And uh, we're just going to continue to pray for that, for those situations. We're going to be praying for you every day. And um, if you ever need us here at the ministry, don't hesitate to, to call us to reach out. We'd love to talk to you. And as always, <clears throat> I'm getting ready to lose my voice. But as always, um, everybody be safe. Have a great week. God bless. And until next time, stay safe. Y'all take care.